Time that's wasted or stolen is time we'll never have again. How can we avoid the so-called time bandits? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back with the story. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Our guest is Edward G. Brown. He co-founded a firm that focuses on culture change management consulting and training for the financial services industry. And he's the author now of a book called The Time Bandit Solution, Recovering Stolen Time You Never Knew You Had. Let's talk about just the title of what your book is. What are time bandits? Uh, They are innocent, good people. They could be our colleagues, our friends, or our supervisors. But nevertheless, they steal our time, and they steal three to five hours a day of it. And I know you may find that impossible to believe, but let me start out with a little research. In 2005, Basics Research published on CNN that $588 billion was the cost to American business, and growing at the rate of 7%. That would mean this year, interruptions are costing Americans over a trillion dollars. So how can we identify those time bandits in our lives? Think about the person that leans over to your desk and says, Hey, you got a minute? Just when you're about to complete a report that you concentrated on and you've lost your concentration and found yourself having to go back to where you left off, you can't. You ultimately have to start over. That would be a typical example of a time bandit. From my research, 80% of the time bandits are business colleagues, especially in open floor plant architecture. Now, you mentioned human beings, but can there be other time bandits, for example, incoming emails or instant messages, that kind of thing? Yes, and that's a very good point. That can simply be controlled through time locking and batch processing. An email is typically, unless it says urgent, something minor. Our critical few versus our mind and many is one of the problems we have. We don't know the difference between what's critical and what's not. If we did, we would set aside the time we needed to batch process reviewing all of our email and take care of it all at one time, and it might be at the end of the day. Mr. Brown, let's say I've identified someone in my office who's a time bandit. How do I break that to them without being rude or perhaps damaging that business relationship? Every time bandit has a time bandit. When you approach your time bandit and you ask them, do you like me, how people that steal your time So at the end of the day, you wonder where all your time went. You know what that time bandit's going to say? Yes, I have time bandits. So if you could get together with that time bandit and draw up a mutual time lock agreement where you're guaranteed uninterrupted periods of time every day, that would save you three to five hours a day every day. And he would benefit because he'll do the same thing with his time bandit. Now, you just mentioned three to five hours a day of additional time. You also spent some time in your book writing about what to do with that time surplus. Ask yourself, if you had more time than you needed, I call that time surplus, maybe 40% more time than you needed, could you identify three behaviors that you would change, or three behaviors that you would enhance for the purpose of increasing the quality of your life, productivity, efficiency, or anything else that you don't have the time to do right now. Because I'm told constantly in my research, the number one problem that people have is they really can't find the justification for generating time surplus. But I asked them about 
these ideas about identifying behaviors that they could increase, suddenly all kinds of ideas come to them, and will come to you as well. Now, you mentioned time locking a moment ago. I was wondering if maybe you could expand on that a little bit, because I'm imagining someone hunkered down in a bunker where no one can approach them for whatever that time is. That's right. If you and your time method signed this mutual time lock agreement, and you needed three to four hours or uninterrupted periods of time, and you were in an open floor plan such that you could see your colleague's phone and they could see yours and overhear each other's conversation. But nevertheless, the two of you decided to work together. He would answer your phones, you would answer his phones during those four hours that you've agreed to work together. That's called a time lock. Edward G. Brown, the author of The Time Bandit Solution, Recovering Stolen Time You Never Knew You Had. Mr. Brown, where can people learn more online? Go to stwm.com slash timebat. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack.